Picture this. You're rushing home to cook dinner after a busy day of school pickup, errands, and sports practice. The kids are in the backseat having a complete meltdown because one of them is hungry and the other one is just upset because their sibling is poking them. Basically, everyone is stressed with increased levels of cortisol. High levels of cortisol can contribute to poor mood and increased anxiety if our stress cycles are not completed. I have been here as a mom and oftentimes all I want to do is cry, which really isn't going to help much. When I coach people in labor, I'm constantly reminding them to breathe. Breath work allows us to bring in more oxygen, which helps to reduce our cortisol levels and help us feel better. Join in as we chat with Jessica Freeman, a prenatal yoga instructor, childbirth educator, and doula, founder of Mama Shakti Yoga. Together, we will review breath work and how it can make us physically stronger. We need this strength in motherhood, and we will review three breathing techniques we can practice alone as well as with our children. Hi, I'm Yamel, a registered nurse, doula, international board certified lactation counselor, and a business owner. But most importantly, I'm a mother. Join in as we empower you with tools and resources provided by our expert guests. Let us lighten your load by providing tons of laughs, but most of all, hold hands in this community we call motherhood. Let's dive in. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for being part of the Motherhood Kit. And this is an amazing topic. And I don't hear too many people talking about breath work in general. But before we jump into that, I wanted for you to tell me more about how you became a yoga instructor, specifically prenatal yoga. So I started doing yoga in the early 2000s when I was in college as a way to kind of deal with the stress of being in college. (laughs) And then in 2005, I started teaching at a local studio and they said, have you ever thought about becoming a, a yoga teacher? And it was a lot different back then because there weren't a lot of yoga studios. There weren't a lot of yoga teachers, not as many as there are now. And so I found a local training and I went and got trained and certified. And, and then the studios started asking me, would you like to teach children's classes and pregnant prenatal classes? And I was like, well, I've never done that before, but why not? And I think it was just my willingness to like jump in and learn and do it because a lot of people were like, uh-uh, no way am I going to be working with pregnant bodies or with kids because I'm scared of them. (laughs) So I was just willing to jump in and try. So in the very beginning, it was a lot of trial by fire, just reading all the resources that I could find. And then I took a prenatal training in in 2006 and and got officially certified. And not too long after that, I started teaching kids yoga regularly and you know, just started teaching all of those like subcategories of yoga that nobody really wanted to. And that's what got me into it, really. One thing that I do love about you, and I mentioned that before, is that even 
when I'm talking to you just regularly, because we talk a lot, Jessica and I are colleagues. Jessica is is featured in our childbirth preparation course where we talk about breath work because breathing in labor specifically is something that's more common and well-known. It is a form of comfort measure. And I wanted to invite you into that course because you teach it so well. You teach people about breath work so well. And even when I'm talking to you, I instantly feel relaxed. It's like I instantly drop my shoulders and my eyebrows relax right away. But can you tell me why you feel that it is important for us to not only, of course, practice breath work as adults, a lot of people just hear breathing techniques or inhale, exhale, right? That's a common term. But Breath work is more than that. And why do you think that it's so important for us to start teaching our children very young about breathing techniques and breath work? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, mindfulness practices like breath work, breathing exercises, pranayama, as it's known in the yoga world, they it is such a simple yet highly effective technique to handle so many different things that are going on with your body physically, emotionally, mentally. It's free, right? Like mm-hmm. it requires nothing. It requires no props. It requires no tools. All you need is the ability to breathe. So, um, and everybody who's alive is breathing. So we can all do it. What your accessibility level. So folks who use assistive devices or uh, wheelchairs can do it because they can breathe and um, kids can do it because kids know how to, you know, it's not complicated. It's a tool we always have with us. Always, Always no matter where you are, no matter what stage of life you're in. And it's just one of the most effective practices to help your body work so well and help your, your mind work with ease. So I could go on and on about it, but that's kind of my, in a nutshell, answer. I do hear a lot of moms in my circle. You know, I talk to my best friends almost every morning. That's our thing because we're busy. We're busy moms. So sometimes I'll catch her like in the morning before we're doing school drop off or she catches me. And a lot of times the kids are driving us insane. And we'll say to ourselves, take a deep breath, take a deep breath. But we don't talk to our kids about that because kids oftentimes are having that fight or flight or having a stress response, right? So it is something that we can teach to our kids. Can you tell me how early can we teach breath work to our kids? So one of the things that I used to love to do with my son when he was an infant is I would practice breath work while I was breastfeeding him. And I believe that these practices when you start them that early, they just become like second nature. So when your baby's on you and you're feeding them, whether you're feeding them bottle or breast, doesn't matter. And they feel the regular rhythm of your breath and they feel and they hear the sound of your breath. Then as you start to kind of work with them as they get older, as they become toddlers, two, three years old, and you know, it doesn't have to be like a super complicated breath. You can just tell your toddler at any age. Can you take a big breath for mommy in through the nose and let it out through the mouth? And that's an introduction to breath work. And you can really have them do that whenever they reach that developmental phase that they start mimicking you. So as early as you want to start, you can really lay that foundation 
I always talk to the older kids too with test taking or even if they're having a really busy day at school. We try to practice it. So I'm like, take deep breaths, just take deep breaths. And I know a lot of schools encourage kids to chew gum during a test, something peppermint. And we in labor will diffuse peppermint and also mm -hmm. teach our clients how to do breath work as they're going through the difficult part of labor. So let's talk a little bit about how the breath work helps with the stress response. So it helps to decrease that cortisol. The science behind breath work, there have been so many scientific and peer-reviewed research articles written about this because there is legitimate science that backs up the power of the breath and how it can heal your body and your mind and help you deal with stressors. So when your body gets into like a fight or flight response or gets really nervous, like at the beginning of a test, let's say if a kid's in school and getting ready to take a test and they're really nervous, they've got cortisol levels or that stress hormone cortisol just kind of skyrocketing, right? So using the breath to bring more oxygen to the brain and to bring more oxygen to the respiratory system will help to combat those increased cortisol levels and bringing that oxygen into the blood so it can oxygenate the tissues of your, your whole body really is going to bring everything down. It's going to regulate the nervous system. There are breath practices that work on balancing the two hemispheres of the brain, which we're going to do one of those later. So there's, I mean, tons of research articles about the science of the breath. It's just truly fascinating. And it does help listeners even right now, like just taking a deep breath, inhaling. We tell our clients, inhale confidence and exhale fear. Yes. I try to tell the kids that sometimes as moms where I, I picture myself trying to finish dinner and one of the girls needs me or they're fighting because one is touching the other and and mm -hmm. just taking like that pause like let's take a pause and let's reset everybody take a deep breath not only will it help the kids to and I talked about this on on my Instagram the other day yelling where that's my what I'm working on yes for everybody listening even I'm still working on things as a seasoned mom Yelling doesn't really work, but when you bring them into you and like, okay, let's focus on our breath for a little bit. Mm -hmm. They're probably going to, in the beginning, look at you like, mom, what, what are you talking about? But yeah. like, I love that you mentioned teaching them so young. I hadn't thought about starting that practice as early as little babies in my hands, yeah. which is just amazing to know that. I mean, we know kids are little sponges. They can absorb everything. Another thing that I love about this practice for everyone listening is that, yes, we as adults, a lot of adults do practice yoga and go to yoga and learn about breath work and centering and really getting to know their breath. But it's something that now we can do with our kids. And I'm all about learning about different things that we can do with our kids. On my TikTok, I talk a lot about after school conversations. Mm -hmm. So this is something that you I can love do. that right? Like on the ride to school or even in school pickup where maybe they had a rough day. And a lot of our kids these days are dealing with more anxiousness, right? Yes. Because of things that are going on, like it's the norm for schools to do drills, right? And that mm -hmm. creates a lot of anxiety, which that's a whole episode that we can probably record. But it is a tool for us to be able to help our kids better cope with everyday stressors that we all have. 
And I love that you mentioned that as a seasoned mom, you still yell because I do too. And I think that as long as we're humans on this planet, we're all going to have- I don't believe it. Oh, (laughs) just ask my kids. (laughs) You know, I think that it's very human and it's very human to say, hey, I do this. But like, what are some ways that we can- So even after I yell, I'll say, okay, guys, I need a break. I need a breath. And they'll say, okay, mom, go take your breath. And, And they know that I just need a few minutes to go- breathe and sometimes they join me and sometimes they know that I need the space. They're pretty good at distinguishing between the two, but it's a good way to also show them that we are always growing. We're always learning and we're always trying to use these mindfulness tools to make us better parents or family members or human beings. I love that. And just like Marley, which is my seven-year-old she had like 10 questions the other day after school, which I love that. And you know, for for moms listening, they will have difficult questions, even when we're, especially when we're introducing something new to them like this. But one of her Mm -hmm. questions was about how do trees make oxygen, mom? So that was so great to talk to her about, you know, photosynthesis, but also to talk about because we need to breathe, they help us breathe, but they're also Mm -hmm. breathing, you know, your trees are also breathing at the same time. So you can lead into that. You can teach a little bit of science Talk about how your brain needs oxygen, your tissues need oxygen. And then I think they're going to be even more interested because kids just love to figure out how things work. Like, why does this equal this? And I love how their little brains are always like computing things. Yes. I'm your student today, along with all of our listeners, which I think this is going to be an amazing tool for them to add to their motherhood kit. So I'm ready to learn. Let's review the breath practices. Okay. So the breath practices I chose today help with like three different things. And I wanted to kind of focus on these three things. One of them being reducing stress and anxiety, because we know kids as early as like first grade, they're being tested now, right? So giving them those tools to cope with test-taking skills is going to be really important. Another one is breathing can help us physically get stronger. When we breathe well, it helps our posture, it helps our core be able to engage better. And I believe that when we start those practices at a younger age, when our bodies can really absorb that work, our muscles, our bodies are going to be primed to get stronger and healthier and stay stronger and healthier. So that's really important. And then improving focus and concentration. I mean, this world is now very much built upon those little 10 second clips, right? I mean, we can see that through social media. And so helping kids to really build strong focus and concentration skills is important. So these three breath practices that I've kind of put together, improve their mood, build their confidence, improve self-esteem, self-image, and self-love, which I mean, it all boils down to love and how they love themselves and how they put that love back out in the world and how they're able to receive that love in a healthy way. So this first breath that we're going to do is the diaphragm breath. And it's one that I teach for everyone, for kids, for my pregnant clients, for my postpartum clients, for seniors that I work with, because the diaphragm is our main breathing muscle. And a lot of us self-included tend to breathe into our chest with our accessory muscles, like our pectorals and our trapezius muscles and our neck muscles. And then we wonder why our neck hurts all the time. Well, we're really not utilizing that diaphragm. So we're going to do the diaphragm breath to really prime that 
primary breathing muscle. So to do this, I always suggest that if you're sitting in a chair, sit at the edge of the chair so you're not leaning back into it, but you're sitting up nice and tall and you have your joints stacked. So your ribs are stacked over your hips and then your shoulders are stacked over your ribs and then your head is in line with your shoulders, ribs, and hips. And if you're sitting on the ground, maybe take just a, a block or a blanket and fold it under your bottom so it elongates this area and you're not kind of crunched over. Um, so you just have a little bit better posture. And we're gonna take our hands to our ribs here. So we're just gonna place our each hands on each rib cage and try and relax your shoulders as much as possible. And we'll start with just a regular clearing breath in through nose, out through mouth with a sigh. So. Very good. And then this breath is going to be inhaled through the nose and exhaled through the mouth as if we're blowing out a candle. So you wanna blow the exhale out with a good amount of force. So you're really putting some effort into utilizing that diaphragm muscle. So we're going to inhale, exhale. Very good, let's do that one more time. Inhale, exhale. Very nice. And now we're going to kind of bring our focus down to where our hands are on our, on our rib cage because they're there for a reason. So a lot of times we breathe into the belly only or we'll breathe into the front part of our body and we kind of ignore the side of our body and the back of our body. But our ribs, which hold our lungs, they're like a little cage for our lungs, they need to expand in the front, on the side, and in the back. So when we have our hands there, it gives us that tangible awareness and we can feel the ribs expanded to the side and expanding in the back. So now we're gonna add in that same nasal inhale, oral exhale, but we're really gonna try and focus moving our ribs out to the side and out to the back into our hands, okay? Inhale nose. Exhale, mouth. Inhale, nose. Exhale, mouth. One more time. Inhale, nose. Exhale, mouth. And then relax your arms. So did you feel the difference there when we really focused our awareness on expanding through side ribs and back ribs? I totally did. And it was guided in such a great way that I feel our listeners, I mean, I'm the type of person that when I listen to a podcast or something with instruction, I'll like replay it over and over. So this would be great for car rides. Kids are going crazy in the back. And it's a perfect time because most of us have like 15, 20 plus minute car rides mm -hmm. where we can just hit replay and have everyone in the car, including the kids, do the breath work at the same time. That's such a good point too. And I suggest people when they're like, I just don't have time. I'm like, well, you can do this as part of your bedtime routine. Or if you're really crunched, you can do it in the car. Put on 
your favorite kind of relaxing song or instrumental so there aren't any vocals that distract you and set a number with your kids. We're going to do 10 of these breaths together. And then they kind of have some fun counting down too from 10 to one. And it plays a little game out of it, if you will. Kids like that, you know, they like any way you can make it kind of fun. Yeah, they do. And they love learning new things. So this is something that we can add to our daily routine to help us get through not only, you know, difficult times, but I feel like it it can be a practice to bring us closer to our kids as well, because now they have a coping skill that when they see us stressed out, because kids are quick to call us out, like Marley did with my yelling. So you can say like, if you see mommy having a rough morning or a rough time, you know, please remind mommy to do our, our, our breathing techniques that we learned Mm. the other day. Yeah. And they love that. They love to be in charge of something. I know my little girls, I don't know about yours, Jessica. They, they just love when you give them a task and they're going to hold you to it. Oh yeah. And you know, I think this is kind of applicable. So I'll mention it since you're on that Layla loves to kind of give me some chores, right? (laughs) The kids can always tell when I'm getting ready to start my period because I'll get a little short tempered. I'll get a little cranky and they'll be like Layla, especially mom, are you getting ready to start your period? Let's do some blood with some breath work together. And it, I feel like it's going to teach her a coping mechanism for when she starts her period as a young woman. So like, Breathwork is really, really great at cleansing the body too and helping to make your period more efficient and really helps to make that time a little more manageable. So I just wanted to throw that out there because I'm always looking at ways like, how can I help my daughter have a a better time when it comes to her starting her cycles? I love teaching our kids things that they can take along with them as they grow as well. And I talk about that a lot on my platform where, you know, we're raising our kids not for themselves. I think a lot of times we just do things in the home that is beneficial for the home, but we need to also think about tools and different practices that will help them as they grow and navigate life. So I I really enjoy this conversation. I know that it's going to benefit all of our listeners. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much, Jessica, for teaching us these breath practices. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed our combo today and start practicing these breathing techniques right away. We hope this episode added tools to your motherhood journey. Let's continue the conversation. I love to chat. You can find all the details on how to reach me or learn more from Jessica Friedman, as well as how to join our private community in the show notes. Let's continue to hold hands in this season of motherhood together.